intrigue. 4.30 Eastern. We all await who's coaching the Montreal Canadiens. It's Kipper Surprise. Would you take it? Don't speak French. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> Do Greek. Opa! <laughs> I think you know more than that. Break, break plates. So just prior to the break, I'm like, this is kind of like that breaking news part of me that just is so, uh, like, I'm intrigued, eh? By, it's exciting. By, it's Christmas and then you, what you do is you try to connect dots, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, who's Marty St. Louis' agent? Was it, was it Ken Hughes? And the answer is no. It was, uh, it probably still is, uh, Louis Gross. So where's the connection? Marty St. Louis and the Montreal Canadiens. And then it just dawned on me. Do you know it? No. Jeff Gordon. Let's tie there. Oh, New York. Uh, the Rangers. Yeah. New York Rangers. Okay. 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 And they were tight. Yeah. Nicely done, Kip. So there it is. <laughs> there's, there's no question if that's the case, which many are starting to believe it is. Yeah, it's a couple of quality sources now. All right. Let's bring in Max Lapierre. Former NHLer and a uh, guy that uh, knows that uh, Montreal t- Canadian team very well. Uh, Max, thanks for joining us. And just uh, let's just start with your overall thoughts. Yeah, well, uh, I think it's a pretty big news, guys, here in Montreal. I, I honestly thought that uh, Dominique Ducharme was going to finish the season here. Uh, but obviously, with the last uh, few games, I think uh, giving up uh, 33 goals the last five five games or so, uh, they needed to change something, and uh, uh, it's tough for him. I mean, uh, he didn't have much to work with since uh, since he arrived behind the bench. The only time he had a full lineup, basically, he went to the Stanley Cup Finals, and uh, now he's, uh, he's here without a job just after signing a, a three-year deal a few months ago. So that's, uh, that's a tough one for him. Uh, a, a cliche that's thrown around often, Max, is the player's quit on a coach i for one say that there's a difference between quitting on a coach or not believing in what he's selling but clearly that's what happened to Descharm. was whatever he was selling the players stopped buying in a perfect yeah, well, in a perfect world uh you would have liked to seen Descharm at least finish the season but that wasn't the case was it no, it wasn't, and, uh, especially in the de- defensive zone. I mean, the guys were totally lost. I don't know if it's a system thing or just a lack of effort, but it's it's still weird to me, guys, that we like they, they were playing so well in the Stanley Cup playoffs last year. It was the same coach, same system, basically the the, the same group of guys. Obviously, we lost a lot of the leadership with uh, Price, Weber, Dano, Corey Perry, Eric Stahl. But at the end of the day, you still have great players like Toffoli, Anderson, like all the, the guys that played here, Suzuki, Dwoy. Uh It's tough to understand. There's a there's a difference between uh, playing badly and playing the way the way they did the last few months. And uh, I'm I'm not sure at this point if a new coach is going to change anything this year. But it would definitely uh, they, they will have to start changing the mentality in that dressing room uh, right now, though, to to build for the future. Well, if it is in fact Martin Saint Louis, who is it? It seems like it is is the head, new head coach. How do you feel about them handing the reins to a guy who has not coached professionally before? 
Uh, I don't mind it at all. I mean, I, I think in this case, we, we value a, a great individual over experience. Sure. I mean, it, it could work. Sometimes yeah. you see that the way he got to the NHL, uh, always had to work harder than everybody else, became a leader, a captain, uh, was a very good hockey player, Player, obviously. I have no, no problem with that. I mean, uh, uh, there's some, some coaches that coach their whole life. They never won anything. And I also respect that side that you have to build your career as a coach. But uh, why not try something new? The game has changed. It, it's all about offense and speed now. Uh, I think he's the perfect guy. If ever it's, uh, it's all confirmed that he's the, the head coach, uh, I'm, I'm going with why not. Max, we were talking earlier about uh, the need for uh, you know, a coach that uh, is bilingual. Uh, do you think that's the case here and it's not it's not wavered there's not an option here uh, and th- th- does it eliminate a good portion of of a, a broad assessment of best man out there yeah obviously I think you you know guys it's always the, the same debate we have here in Montreal that we need a coach that speaks both French and English and uh, I obviously I, I understand both sides I mean uh, I understand that there's a lot of good quality coach that could be coach here but they they won't because they don't speak French but I also understand the part where uh, the coach talks to media every day there's a lot of money invested by French media and all that television radio and they, they expect answer directly from the coach I understand all that uh, I mean uh, if, if you ask me I think we still can find a good coach if he speaks French uh, uh, or both languages. But I mean, if it's Marty St. Louis for me, it's a, it's a good pick. I mean, he is a well-established guy, respected voice. Um, What sort of challenges would he be undertaking, taking over the Montreal Canadiens is such a historic franchise here uh, that is in disarray coming off a seven, one loss to the New Jersey devils. Well, first of all, there's a there's a problem with the defensive structure, that's for sure. But I think there's a the biggest part is the attitude. We we need to change a few things in this dressing room. Uh, if you look at the changes in the during the summer, they change character guys. Like uh, I mentioned them, like but I'll say it again: the the Stahl, uh, Perry, Dano, all these guys with the loss of Weber, uh, you replace them with guys like Hoffman, uh, Dvorak, uh, guys, guys like that. That. I don't want to take anything away from them, but they've been playing in an organization where it was accepted to lose and they, they didn't have sure. great seasons and all that. It was more about stats and uh, and now they come in Montreal and for them, it's, it's okay to lose. Like they, they never show any pride. They never work harder when things are going badly uh, or or try to change anything. And that's, that's, that's what happened right now is we have nobody to turn things around uh, just by working harder or getting mad and, and you need, you need to trade a few players and change the mentality in this group. And as far as the pressure on certain players, is this uh, is would a guy like Nick Suzuki, after signing that huge contract, be feeling a ton of pressure? Is this team so bad that he just gets the benefit of the doubt that when this team gets better, then he'll look like a, a seven and a half, eight million dollar player? I, I believe so. I think he's a great player. Uh, he's really smart. I think he works hard. Right now, he, ju- he just has no support. And it starts with the, the defenseman. Like it, it's tough to get out of our zone. There's no breakout. He's a good offensive 
player and you know like me that you, you need a transition game to help a little bit offensively and he, he's got no help I mean he, he needs like a big winger that works hard for him that goes uh, to the net that is good on the forecheck and a, a great player uh, as well on the other side that can score goals and make some plays and right now he, he doesn't have anything for uh, most of the year he had Cole Caulfield that is having a, a tough year and it, that's normal he's a young guy in a tough uh, uh, a team that's having a tough season that's uh, that's something you, you see uh, all the time but uh, Suzuki just has no help at all right now. Well we await word on the Montreal Canadiens on who their next head coach will be uh, a lot of fingers pointing in the direction of Marty St. Louis before we let you go Max just one more uh, the name Patrick Waugh uh, as it surfaced to appease or um, at least make it look like nice window dressing for the Montreal Canadiens or was there a legit look under the hood? His, uh, his name is always there. Whatever, uh, even if it's not in hockey, somebody loses his job. Somebody talks about Patrick Roy. So in, in Montreal, it's, uh, everybody wants to see him, obviously. But I, I, I honestly don't think he's the, he's the right guy for the job right now. He's, uh, he's a guy that wants to win today, and he won't win today with the, the team we have in Montreal. Well, we know for sure now that it won't be Patrick Roy. Sammy? Yeah, the, the Habs just named uh, Martin Saint the interim head coach, which is interesting. Well, that's a, that's a big news. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Max Lapierre, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your insight. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Thank you. So, interim. Yeah. Which our... means we'll see if it works out. Yeah. See if you like it. See if we like you. Honestly, that's really interesting that there's a chance that this is almost like a stewardship till the end of the season. Like, just see this franchise through the next miserable months. We needed interim. that guy out of here. Well, yeah. The, who are their options to hire an interim coach? Like, that's wild to me. I just, uh, you're taking yeah. that big a swing and you're just going to call him the interim? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not at that. Maybe this Did is they, legitimately they, just, they, let's get to the end of the year. That's interim. No, that's what I mean, though. But maybe there's no intent for him ever to be the head coach here. Like in the why are you doing this, Marty? Then well, to get involved and maybe become an assistant or whatever. Maybe then this is become just an assistant. Then just become an assistant. Well, who are they going to hire to be the interim guy? Uh, weird. Well, we'll hear. I'm, I'm sure the press conference is uh, being worked on. I assume they'll they'll say something officially today, just- outside of the release. Yeah, maybe, or maybe tomorrow morning. Like, an official plan would be interesting. Know, it's, like, It's not even 5 o'clock Eastern. Why would you let it sit I agree. all night? They do need to, to spe- clarify the interim thing. Is it What's up with that? That's, you know. I agree. What are we, what's, what's the idea behind that? Like, Marty's leaving his family. To, if to take on a hugely public role. Right, for three months? Yeah, unless it is a, I don't know. But there's a bigger plan, I guess, is where I'm going with this. I'm having words fall out of my mouth as I think about them. But I, I think that there's more to this than just he's their head coach and they haven't come up with a long-term contract yet. Unless that's it. Unless it's money. <laughs> it goes back money. to your theory. So unless it's money. So what happened was he wanted more money when they found out they fired him before he signed his yeah, contract. Now, yeah, he's like, put interim on there until you give me a five-year <laughs> deal. I'm not doing it. So here's what Renault Lavoie said. And Renault Lavoie, not verified on Twitter. It's wild. Anyways, um, he said that last night's last night's loss accelerated the decision to let Dominic Ducharme go. They allowed 33 goals in their mm-hmm. last five games. A first 
in Montreal Canadiens history. So maybe your little theory there, uh, theory boy, so is we, right. We had a plan, but we just got to do it. We just got to get rid of these Oh, there's guy. no question that after everything they've done, they, they prayed that they just wouldn't have to do anything until the offseason. But so then you bring in a super high-profile guy to be the interim coach for a crappy team for forty games. Here's the thing: Wild they move. just gave a guy with no co- head coaching experience, who had a small sample of wins, a long-term contract with Ducharme. They literally just saw him do well for like forty games, then said, "Give him a three-year deal." It didn't work, and they fired him. Like, can that happen again with St. Louis here? I don't know. First of all, it doesn't matter anymore. You you could you, you gotta, could fire somebody six months into a three year deal. I don't think they give how do you one get that job? flying you know what <laughs> for that. It, when, when 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 you compare his salary to the potential damage that you could do to your franchise, i.e., season ticket holders, i.e., sponsors. True. Uh, they don't care about his million. Mm-hmm. And I think I think Josh Anderson. Put his Josh. foot on the pedal. And I know that I'm joking when I'm giving him a hard time. But, I was just saying how he felt. Man, that, no, he probably did the organization and the fans a favor. For sure. I'm just looking at their, sure. their cap friendly. It's not friendly. They got a lot of money <laughs> tied up in guys. Well, and they had like a clean cap sheet before Ga- they were like. Gallagher, you know. Gallagher's getting paid 6.5 until 26, 27. Anderson, 5.5 till 26, 27. Mike Hoffman, 4.5 until 23-24. Like, That's a tough one. Um, Foley, all the like, big I, money. I, I wonder what I gotta move kind of heat feel Carey Price has right now. Like, It's not like you're... Would you're, they have been teammates in the Olympics? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just talking... Like, about, when I talk Carey Price, I'm just speaking on the pressure now to, to get back in. To... This year? Like, we're, we're not... This isn't March where there's only a handful of games to go. There's half a season. Mm-hmm. And we're paying you ten and a half million bucks. You think there's a few people in that organization going, okay, get in there. That's what you're paid to be a I mean, goalie. What is going on? You had a surgery that a lot of people talked about not missing the start of the regular season. And you are nowhere to be found right now. Do you think Carrie's feeling it a little bit? Well, Kipper, this conversation a month ago was everyone saying, and rightfully in my opinion, saying take the time you need. When you're ready, go ahead. I can't see everyone suddenly being impatient to rescue a bottom-feeding team that wants a high draft pick. But he accelerated this himself, no, by talking about the other day saying that I want to play again this season. He said that. Those are his words. The injury was assessed as... He shouldn't miss much time of the regular season when we when they announced surgery in the off season. Yeah, right. But he also went to treatment for sure. But I'm just saying, like, I would not. I don't think this would at all even be a conversation talking about Carey Pice coming back this year if he didn't do a press conference a couple weeks ago and said he wants to come back. If he had just been away, and I think that he would have been not on the ice, no one would be even talking about it. But it's, I mean. Marty St. Louis, you're going in there against the guy you've played against, against the guy who beat you in a playoff series, go to the finals, the Habs, when the Habs and Rangers played. You know, they've got, the, they've got a ton of history together. And now he's the interim coach of a horrible team. It is a wild situation. They're, the press conference is tomorrow, by the way. 
So okay, I'm very interested to hear so what's going to be said. Gordon was a scout yeah. when Marty St. Louis was with the Rangers. Um, Andy Strickland was saying, I'm pretty sure there's a, a youth hockey connection between Marty St. Louis and Jeff Gordon's kids playing with the same program. So there's, you know, there's ties between the two. There's a relationship hmm. going back some ways. So the one thing I wanted to walk back a little bit was the idea that, like, I do in at a at first, I think it's ridiculous to put a guy who's never been a head coach in the league, never been an assistant coach in the league, but, you know, been in a front office to make him the head coach of the Canadians. On the other hand, we constantly complain that the NHL keeps hiring the same guys, the same retreads over and over, no new ideas. I know St. Louis is passionate about the game and the systems and structure, I, you know, whiteboard conversations with people. So I'm going to walk that back a little bit and say at least they're trying something other teams aren't trying. This is outside the box. It is. Absolutely. And that's, I think, that's at least refreshing. That's it may right. not that's work. The, that's where I want to go. But with it's that. refreshing. It's a different look. And we know Marty brings an intensity that I, I think few have, have reached. Oh, yeah. He's got a passion for this. And if you go hire Guy Boucher or whoever, it's the, kind of the same thing. I, I would agree with everything that you guys are saying if it wasn't for the interim thing. Right. That just puts such a weird thing on it. Like, I get it. Like, hey, you're bringing in a new outside the box. I love it. He speaks French, obviously. I love it. It's a perfect fit in terms of those two things. But then to slap the interim thing on it just makes and, it that much weird. And let me say this. As a player, that interim thing, that sucks. For sure. Just give me a coach. Like, we just had a guy who was coaching me who wasn't the coach. I don't need another guy coaching yeah. me who's not the coach. All that. Can I just get a coach? Who's the guy? And all that screams is... We're giving Marty St. Louis a tryout. I just so if I were a player, I'd be like, "Can we do the tryouts in the American League?" I wish. Uh, and Kent Hughes is uh, quoted in a official press release. We are happy to welcome Martin to the Canadians organization. Not only are we adding an excellent hockey man, but with Martin, we are bringing in a proven winner and a man whose competitive qualities are recognized by all who have crossed his path but no mention of we'll reassess at the end of the year or marty will be in a position to see how he feels nothing like that so um elliot friedman for this for what it's worth just put out that to this point marty st louis is signed for the rest of the season and it sounds like the plan is to see how it goes then talk at the end of the year about the future Kipper just walked to the studio. Is he talking to? It, and honestly, it might be Marty St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> you guys think I'm joking, but it actually might. Be. No. Um, <laughs> you know the. So this is what it feels so like. Sorry, right, just you and me. Yeah, walk, walk me back, uh, or walk that back for me. So, Creed just saying what he said to the to this point. Martin St. Louis is signed for the rest of the season. Of the season, okay. Sounds like the plan is to see how this goes, then talk at the end of the year about the future. I guess the other point on that is like, so I just said, if I am a player, how much I hate, you know, not having a coach who's the coach, just give me the guy. Like, what's the plan, the structure? I don't need to learn a system and a way to play and do it again. But if I'm the GM, I'm like, well, tough beans, player. We're not winning this year. So I don't really care if you're a little uncomfortable. Let's see how you act under a new guy who's never done this before. And it's like, obviously a guy that comes in with a ton of cachet. Yes. If you're a player and Marty St. Louis is telling you what to do, it's not like it's some guy that no. is an old guy that, you know, you it's a retread. You would love to listen to. That's just For why sure. I would want him to be the guy. Yeah. It's interesting, but I don't know. 
but if it is fire terrible team it's gonna be tough to have good results well and like how do you even assess a lot of these guys because they've got massive decisions to make on a number of players heading into the trade deadline and so you know how do you assess a guy who's been on a garbage fire of a team that was without a suddenly weber and price and new you know fill-in guy and then all of a sudden it's another new coach partway through the year if you have a bad year it's pretty easy to point to the situation you're put in and say well what did you expect me to do exactly yeah it's boy i i guess he's probably pretty excited as a guy who's you know from quebec he's a long time nhler being the coach of the montreal canadians getting named the interim signed to the end of the year yeah God, he must be nervous, though. Well, that's the you know that's one of my takeaways too. Is I you know I think about to my little relationship with the the Marleys and walking into those dressing rooms, the amount of things you would have to learn, to you know not just about hockey, yeah, but the actual systems and flow of events things. Kipper, what's going on, buddy? Oh, just uh, <laughs> yeah, just a few phone calls getting uh, some people reach me. The interim Who thing. Who called you? <laughs> You can't tell us? Uh, I no, Kimber I'm not. Just gonna gonna oh, you're the worst. No, 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 no. You just no, left your yeah. radio show and um, go talk this, to somebody. It was Louis Saint-Martin. The, 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 the thought is that this, this is about longevity here. Okay. But the interim will protect everybody early. But the thought is that they want this guy to lead the Montreal Canadiens for a lot longer than just the end of the year. And there is a tremendous history with Kent Hughes, Gorton, of course, with the New York Rangers days, but uh, Kent Hughes and, and Marty St. Louis are, are, are very tight. Yeah. So there's a trust right, right off the bat. There's that competitiveness that we had just spoken about earlier that they absolutely love. There's not too many things that this guy hasn't been successful at. Sure. And uh, they just, they think he's a winner right off, uh, right off the bat and, He'll bring that to the Montreal Canadiens. So no doubt he'll pour that, himself into it. That's what it's all about here. Makes I, you feel old. I know that Marty St. Louis now is out of the game now, coaching like. Is he the? He's got to be one of the, one of the better coaches in the NHL at actual hockey. The um, the thing that I can't get past is just like how quickly they had to accelerate this plan, right? Like this was not a long term part of what they drew up. That they just like had to get something going here because as Kent Hughes said, they need some smiles around there the rest of the way and some optimism rather than what it was going to be. To Charm out, Marty Marty Saint Louis in as the next coach of the Montreal Canadiens. Our thanks to Eric Francis, Andrew Raycroft, Max Lapierre. Biggest story of the day, no doubt. Montreal Canadiens announcing Marty Saint Louis as the head coach. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, you get a chance. Give us a rating and review on all your podcast platforms. For Nick Kiprios, Justin Bourne, Sammy and Derek, thanks for listening. Sportsnet 590, The Fan.